Listener Production. Giving you the warm and fuzzies just like when your favourite flirty barista draws a love heart on your latte. Oh, isn't that cute? It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Hey, g'day, g'day, Matt and Alex with you. It's a Monday morning. How are you? Not too bad, Matthew. First weekend out, I did sit down at a coffee shop over the weekend, which was good. A little place that did um, French toasties, little croc monsieur, which is good. I could practice my French on them. Except I forgot, forgot it all, so I just embarrassed myself. So ah, I was pretty good. Done. Well, look, I want to hear about all everything that happened to you with the emerging from the lockdown. Also, I heard that um, you had a very interesting crew drop by your comedy club. I want to hear the, all the details. And we're chatting to uh, street artist Scott Marsh. You might have seen over the last probably decade of his work just popping up all over the place with uh, murals of Tony Abbott, Kanye West, Scott Morrison. He really has done some pretty iconic pieces around Sydney and Australia and, in fact, the world. So uh, we're going to be chatting to him about his latest project. And also, we're going to be dropping in to see what our producer, Bron, has been clicking that we didn't want to give the mainstream media the pleasure of getting our <laughs> attention. So that is happening with Clickfish very shortly. This is Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. G'day. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Don't poketh the bear, Uh-oh. I think, is what was, was learnt over the weekend, Matt O'Kine. Well, I mean, I've been thinking about this a lot recently because someone has moved into the new office that I, you know, work in and they um, mm. they don't put the toilet seat down. Oh. And I was just thinking, oh, you're really <laughs> playing with fire here, buddy. I mean, I don't, I don't want to be the one to say, hey, stop. But yeah. I just think, you know, is I, I just don't know. Would Do you still do that? Passive-aggressive note, Matt. No, like, I'll pop it down. You need do you a passive-aggressive note. Do you know what I should do? I should put the note underneath you the toilet do. seat. So when, so when they lift it up, it just there's a note that just dangles down that says... That just Stop. says, I'm watching you. That'll just make it... It'll create new problems, but it'll fix the original problem. Um, why? What, what bear did you poke, Alex Tyson? Well, I believe the Daniel Andrews poked the bear over the weekend. Oh. Um and the, uh, the old pencil pushers that come up with these roadmaps that everyone's been doing. Not the alcoholic, frothy, cold drink that gets pushed. Well, they do a typo on the roadmap. Daniel Andrews admitting is like, sorry, the typo. Comedy Republic, put eight shows on sale, sell out. Sorry, typo, you got to close. We shut it, okay? And I threatened, I, if you're listening last week, I threatened to release the Grimshaw. Here I am broadcasting from Comedy Republic because the Channel 9 news are in the other room. I think you're absolutely right, Matt. We got to unleash the Grimshaw. <laughs> the Grimshaw needs to be set upon these boneheads in Canberra and up on Spring Street. You know what? Shine the torch to the sky. <laughs> and it's like a little silhouette. Just, Just the Grimshaw <laughs> silhouette. And if you're watching A Current Affair on Friday night, you would have seen... You pressed... Um, my co-owner operator of Comedy Republic, Mr. Karen Wheatley, alongside the people from Hamilton... You know, the people from the Moulin Rouge musical and those kind of things. Little Comedy Republic. We were rubbing shoulders with the big boys at 1.5 metres on it. Current affair. Next minute. Oh, yesterday, Daniel Andrews gets up saying, oh, we're opening back up again. Here's the roadmap. And we're like, well, well, well. Two days it took. And sure, Tracy Grimshaw was off on Friday and it was a little fill-in going on there. But I think the point was still made 
that you need to treat this seriously. And Victoria, over the weekend, congratulations. The slow poke being one of the last to uh, ease restrictions in Australia, but coming out relatively quickly uh, from this Friday night, 6pm. Uh, there will be a loosening of restrictions as Victoria hits 80. And the big one, it announced from what's looking to be about November 24, there will be no capacity limits on a whole heap of venues. So um, it's getting very close. For people who are vaccinated, Matt O'Kine in Victoria, and he's stressed that, that um, people who are unvaccinated might have a tough time well into 2022 accessing a few of the things that uh, people who have uh, got their jab done might be able to do. Yep. Fine, fine, fine. But the real question is, when does the rat head back into the cave? <laughs> hey? <laughs> when does the Sesh Grim unleash the dragon sweating well, from the roof? I would have thought about 6.01 this, uh, this Friday night. You might see the, um, <laughs> the first bit of foam on the whiskers. <laughs> To actually have a date where they're going to say full capacity is absolutely yeah. unbelievable to this feeble mind of mine. I, I still cannot fathom that at this point. And people are probably rightfully so. Like I think Romania, they're 80% vaccinated. No, they've just see, gone that's back the thing. Into this is lockdown. what scares so me. So it's not saying that this will never like, happen it's again. I'm so nervous about all this. Like every, like I would, it's so funny because for a while there, I was waking up, first thing I would do in the morning, first mm. thing I would do, check London's numbers. Check Israel's numbers. And then I wonder why yeah. I'm depressed and anxious all day. Because I'm chasing doom and gloom wherever it is around the world. I'll try and find it. It's terrible. That was honestly my, my daily routine. Yeah, check my crypto. Um, check how many people are sick. Wonder why I'm feeling terrible. Well, I, wish, I wish we could have the falling numbers on the uh, COVID side and the rising numbers on the Ethereum side. Thank you very much. Speaking of which, a little bit later on the show, I'm going to bones a bit with you with that, Matt. But uh, there's a little update. Uh, if anyone needs Tracy's number, you got something to solve. Let us know. What have you got? Have you got in them fact, on speed dial? Let's do this as talkback. I would say, now that we've got a foot in the door and we've proven the Grimshaw effect, <laughs> who would you like to unleash the Grimshaw on? Who? <laughs> I'll make a few calls. I'll see if we could get the connections going. See if we can't. Have you been done by a Casanova con man recently? Yeah, look, it doesn't have to be a big thing. It could just be, you know, maybe your apprentice called in sick on Friday, but then you saw him building the barbecue in the backyard on the weekend yeah. or whatever, and suddenly it's all on. You know, it snaps on his stories and he's yep. actually out, you know, with uh, everyone at the beach. Just who, who yep. are you calling ACA on? Let us know at matt.n.alex on Insta. Yeah. Just the six Zoom meetings for me the other day, Matt. What, in a row? Yeah, just across the day. You know, oh. these things back up and you're like, you know what? How, That's does, part of how my, does this happen? Part of the thing that I've realised with all the lockdowns that happened um, is how much I didn't realise I appreciated travelling to and from. <laughs> like how important yeah. that time was. I used to, like, when the lockdown first started, I was like, how good's this? I don't have to keep going to all these different meetings and, you know, in and out of rooms mm. and getting into cars and going to different buildings. And now... You get, you get sick of being on mute. You just want to be back on commute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yes, well, you're not wrong. 
Why? What were you having so many meetings for? You're not a businessman. Come on. I'm not a businessman. No, no, no. But I was in the midst of it all. I started getting a call from Daddy Dyson. Oh, yeah. Ian Dyson give me a call. I'm like, right, he's just probably checking in to tell me the, the barjanes bar he picked up earlier in the morning. That's yeah, totally fine. Turkey. I'll let that ring out. You know, we've yeah. got some got to things. Do you ever just hang up on him or do you do you let it ring out every time? No, I try not to decline. Yeah. Decline seems aggressive. <laughs> You just uh, soullessly ignore uh, to go. But then he rings again. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. Then I get another call Uh-oh, see, and I'm trying to talk to this person no. and my eyes are darting down to the phone. See, I mean, I'm sure you're like me. We're at a stage in our lives where when our parents call more than once, it's like, well, this could be yeah. bad news, you know? This could be like bad a, news. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm like, what is he calling again? Yeah. That's interesting. So, like, I'm like, should I wrap this call up before I get a chance to do that. I get another call. The phone's blowing up. Oh, you no. go, hello? Finally pick up the other. I'm like, not sure who this other person is. So I pick up the random number, not my dad's. Yeah. Um, but get on and it's like, yeah, your groceries have arrived. And I'm like, oh, okay. Sorry, sir, one minute. Put myself in Oi, Woods, the groceries are here. Get the grocery delivery back on. Sorry about that. What is going on? Get another phone call. The grocery delivery driver on the phone. I'm like, what's going on? The groceries that were meant to come to our house in Melbourne delivered to Warrnambool. Oh, no. <laughs> so my dad said $250 <laughs> worth of groceries turned up at his house. Probably the same he'd spend on them in three months. <laughs> Rocking up. He's calling me like, what do you want me to do? I'm on the meeting. I'm calling. I'm like, sorry, just one second. Calling out to Al, can you take this? There's the delivery driver on the phone. It was absolute bedlam because then dad sent them away. But when I just said on the phone, because I'm trying to get off, I'm like, yeah, just give it to him. That'll be fine. And then Al's on the phone to dad because he's calling her because he can't get through to me. It was chaos. You didn't. Um, you didn't happen to order, you know. 32 pieces of protection and a <laughs> litre of water-based <laughs> lubricant, did you? No, they weren't on, sitting on top of the uh, the fresh produce. No, 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 no. No, none of that. Okay. Self-service checkouts only for those. <laughs> I just wanted to ask, when's the last time? Like, I just because the stress levels rise and it was just absolute chaos for a little while. I just want to talk about things when... Delivery's gone wrong or just chaos? I think just chaos because, you know, you get that feeling when things are happening you're trying to – like I was on the little upstairs part of the house. I'm like, Elle, come grab my phone. I threw my phone off the balcony <laughs> onto land on the couch so she'd come out and pick it up. But she never did because she was on the phone of my dad. So my phone's sitting there with the delivery driver, think, I think just going, Hello. <laughs> Hello. It was bedlam in the household. So just tell us about your uh, your bedlam stories. When's the last time the um, Okine residents descended into anarchy? I mean, honestly, my household is anarchy with a two-year-old 24-7. Like <laughs> Sophia is going through a phase where she insists on pretending that she's a baby and <laughs> I can't tell whether this is a toddler thing or a for-life thing. Like I'm really nervous <laughs> that this is the start of... So, like, you're trying to have breakfast. Belle's trying mm. to get ready for work. We're trying to get at the door for daycare. Sophia's crawling on all fours, then pretending to cry like a baby going, wah, wah, and you're like... Literally saying wah. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, do you just want some water? What do you want? No. And then you're like, well, just tell me what she want. And then she'll say, I can't talk. I'm a baby. And you're like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> we need to leave! <laughs> Well, please get in touch with your bedlam stories. We'd love to hear from you, Matt.n.alex on Instagram.
wants to be a pickle jar hero? Oops. Yes, it's very difficult over the weekend to hold that itchy clicker finger back uh, when a couple of headlines take your fancy, but it's worth doing because on Mondays on All Day Breakfast, we're joined by our incredible producer Bron for this segment. Click, 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 click. Clickfish. Clickfish. With producer Bron. Yeah, that's right. Look, I mean, straight up, Bron. Uh, I don't know whether you're going to be talking about the situation that unfolded <laughs> in uh, New Mexico regarding the, you know, oh. the gun situation uh, on the set of the Alec Baldwin. I have read up on it, and I thought better not touch it for Clint. Not as fun. You know, I it's mean, I have crazy. I've worked on film sets a bunch of times in which you know an armor is present, and blown away by how much goes into making sure that these like things like this don't happen. Even on a, it was a. Dumb sketch show, really silly sketch yeah. show. And for your sketch show, the flag comes out and it has bang written on it. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, anyways, look, it's a, a really unbelievable situation. I hope it certainly goes towards change in uh, in procedure when it comes to firearms and the use of guns in movies. Absolutely. Uh, But not in here for a reason because, Bron, we prefer in this particular segment to talk about supermarket hacks you never knew uh, or something (laughs) similar. So what have we got for us today? This is from news.com. Jylan sent it in to the man Alex Instagram. So headline is wild theory as to why $14 Kmart grinder is always (laughs) sold out. Um, Oh, uh, weed. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. There we go. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Story number two, Bron. <laughs> they were like going through the co- the reviews of this coffee grinder was I used it for something other than what it was recommended. Works really well. Best herb grinder you can buy for That's, that money. No, okay. Now, here is the question that we need to ask. Has a representative from, I'm not saying Kmart, I'm saying any kind of department store where any of product is being used for something that is not its intended purposes, do they sit down in the meeting and go, guys, we know that we tried to make a coffee grinder. It's now being bought as this. I'm about to approach the media and tell them why and generate a story out of it. And we're going to be shocked, but it's really going to hit that 18-year-old fresh into uni market. What do you reckon? Well, I think there is because I saw that meme recently and I think it was, yeah, for a Bic lighter where it's got a photo of Martha Stewart and it's got Snoop Dogg next to her and it says the Bic Easy Reach Ultimate Lighter, perfect for candles over the top of Martha Stewart and she's got it lighting a candle and the next to her, Snoop Dogg, and more. So I think I think these companies are well aware of what goes on behind closed doors or, should I say, behind beaded uh, walled partitions. Yeah, let me guess. You won't believe what the short pieces of hose are being sold for at a department store. Kmart is yet to comment on the situation officially. Oh, they're too busy eating Tim yeah. Tams, I'm sure. <laughs> Apparently they're, they're having to keep them behind the counter as well because people are just stealing them. Oh, funny. Yeah, sure. All right, well, All right, well what's up next, Bron? So this is from Yahoo News headline, Is it a no-bones day? <laughs> oh, I, was, I first heard this, I'm like, where is Sarah? Because something's hitting and I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> 
Tell us about a no bones day, Bron. Have you heard about Noodle the Pug? Oh my god! I did stop finding noodle. Deeper and deeper. No, I haven't heard of noodle the pug. Do I need? Do I need to Google right now? So basically, there's this pug. He's a 13 year old pug called Noodle, and his owner, um, who's the social media manager in New York, he lifts up Noodle every day. And depending on whether he stands, so if he stands up when he lifts him up, it's a bones day, and if he falls down after he picks him up, it's a no bones day. So like a bones day. Noodle collapses as if he's. body was devoid of a skeleton oh, in the morning. Right. Yes. It's a no bones day. And I think people have taken that to go I just can't be bothered today. It's a no bones oh, day. Okay. And I, it, it I, predicts I, the mood. So like a bones day good vibes. Everyone's happy. You're going to be super productive. If it's a no bones day, you know, you got to chill out. you got to take it easy. Things aren't going so to go exactly right. So become the new groundhog seeing its shadow. <laughs> have you found I it to be so. accurate, Bron? Do you, have you tracked the, 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 the hard thing is Sorry. The hard thing is that it's it, he's in America, so our we only find out like almost a full day later oh, whether right. we're having a bones day or not. Is, is there a dog scratching at your door, Bron? What's going on there? <laughs> We've got some croissants delivered. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! I'm very I sorry. It's a no bones day for Bronwyn if the uh, uh, early morning croissants are coming along. Good stuff. All, All right. right. Uh, what about the next one, Bron? Final story. Before you could go and uh, mung a quasi. Lakey goodness. Final story. This is from news.com. Headline, women reveals mortifying active wear gym fail. They split. I'm going to assume um, the toe. <laughs> <laughs> the old two humper. <laughs> What are we thinking? Let's find out. Today was leg day. Wore these shorts and this little crop. Super cute. I started to work out. I did my little warm up and then I did straight leg deadlifts. Lots of bending over. And my gym packed. So many people. Uh, So I go to the washroom. There is a hole in my crotch, the size of a toonie. Important information, not wearing underwear. I get out of the washroom and I check the mirror, do a little test. Yup, everything, everything is seen. You can see everything. Youch. Oh dear. That it's, will, I mean, when she asked for people was, to spot her, uh, <laughs> that, that she didn't expect them to really see at all. The G-spot. thing I think that saves this whole situation <laughs> <laughs> the pants are like skin colour pants, like her skin colour pants. Right. So I think if you, you wouldn't really notice, I think. Well. I hope so. Wouldn't she, Bron? <laughs> when people are wearing skin coloured pants, that's when I look the most. Because yeah, I'm like, like what? Is whoa, that, that person's not wearing. Oh, and then you're like, oh, they are wearing. And then you'd be like, no, they're sort of wearing, but they're not wearing. <laughs> that's the most important part. So, yeah. interesting. Well, look, I hope... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I hope well, that... Well, do they have the air con going on in the gym? Is there a breeze that's I don't know well, how you, you could this? not feel <laughs> yeah. that happening to yourself. I don't Absolutely. know. Absolutely. If you're on the, I don't know, on the exercise bike, I mean, this is this all sorts of... <laughs> exercise it, bike would be the best place for it, you know what I mean, though? Like, you wouldn't want to be on the leg press where you've just got the <laughs> sort of lower half in the air kind of, you know, really... Or the pull the pull the quads outwards and back in again <laughs> yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, well, I mean, there's just bad ones to have it to have that happen on. So, 
Anyways, I mean, it's just another reason why I don't go to the gym. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks very much, Bron. Thank you. Now, Matt Okheim, I'm super impressed by our next guest, but a little bit jealous that you are the only person currently on this breakfast show that will be able to purchase his latest products as you're the only all-day breakfast host who's currently got his toe in the Ethereum crypto waters. To tell you a little bit more, why don't we let Matt bring in our our next guest who was doing something really incredible. Well, look, aside from the new project that is breaking the, you know, digital waves and and taking over the, uh, the... I guess the world of finance and art by Storm, which is the world of crypto and NFTs. Uh, I'm more familiar with uh, our next guest's work from all the incredible murals that I see personally around the streets of Sydney and some of the ones that have blown up right around the world. Uh, he's a street artist and his name is Scott Marsh and he's here on Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. G'day, Scott. Hey, boys. How you going? Well, so good, good man. Ibises. Ethereum. I mean, this just sounds like a project right up O'Kine's alley. Can you, for someone who's not into either of those worlds at the moment, tell us a little bit what's what's going on? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm kind of new to the space as well, but I've been kind of sitting on the sidelines and watching this NFT thing happen for the past year um, and just working on kind of getting some sort of project together. So basically it's there's 6969 because it's a funny number, so 6,969 <laughs> Generated bin chickens. So when you mint one of these bin chickens, uh, it basically randomly generates a coloured bin chicken, a different background and a bunch of traits that I've also made, which are kind of like these pixelated add-ons. So sunglasses, hats, uh, a bong. Uh, yeah, like, there's a bunch of funny ones. So, yeah, it's been a lot of fun making all the traits. Hey, Mark Grinder. Um, anyway, so yeah. that, that relates to something we talked about earlier. But um, Scott, let's get real here. This NFT business. I mean, I've seen it sweeping the internet and I am unsure about what it even is all about. Do you... Your non-fungible token. I mean, what? where is the value in the completely replicatable JPEG that you're going to be sharing? Well, the, the idea with this kind of technology that I'm definitely not an expert in, but once it's a way of attributing authenticity to digital assets. So, you know, you can get a perfect replica of the Mona Lisa painted for you, but it has no value. Only the real thing has the value. So it's the same with these kind of digital assets where they print them onto the blockchain. They have a like unique code on the blockchain that can't be replicated. And they are, yeah, they're like the unique version. So you can right click and save, but you're the same as the guy with the fake Gucci bag from. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, I had some pretty good Abby Das shoes back in the day. Thank you very much. So you got into this world, but why Ibises? What was it about the iBuy that um, really you thought it'd be good for, um, for this recent project? Um, well, it actually came about by chance. I, I have. Um, been kind of digitalizing a bunch of my previous murals. And I've said for years that like my work exists and finds its audience in a digital space more really than a physical space, just because a lot of my murals get destroyed by people who don't like the message or the council paints over them or just the weather takes its toll over time or whatever it is. What's the quickest a Scott Marshall mural has 
gone after you spent it so long on the it. The time it took versus how quickly it disappeared. Been a few that have been pretty quick. I don't know. George Pell and Tony Abbott on uh, Tony's Hens Night. That one lasted about two hours. <laughs> you did one of Kanye West kissing Kanye West. Yeah. You painted over that one, right? I ended up having to paint over that, yeah. Why is that? Did you get sued? Um, there was, oh, I had to sign an NDA over it, so I can't really say exactly what yeah. happened, but <laughs> basically I put a print up for sale for a, as a troll to Kanye that was 100,000 US, and if you bought that print, I'd paint over the mural. Ah, uh, um, okay. someone bought that print. Wow. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Job done. Enough said. <laughs> I've been paying over it. <laughs> That's incredible. Well, the Bin Kings is launching on the 29th of October. There are going to be a lot of these ones to uh, to get your hands on. Is there an ideal combination that you're looking for of a of a ibis with the yeah? What's bathroom? the what would be uh, what's what's your what's Charizard? The, yeah, of this? what's the Michael Jordan rookie card of these? Well, um, there are a bunch of rare traits that I've been able to kind of hand of God select. These are going to be the rare ones. And then there's also a small amount, I think 20 chooks that I've kind of hand designed. So there's like Shazza, which is this old bird who's smoking durries and she's got a long neck. And then there's like general admission George, I think he is, who's just like the guy with the footy pie and footy scarf and Dunlop volleys. So they're characters. They're characters in themselves. Yeah, they all become their own kind of character. And when you get your chicken, you can name it as well. You'll be able to name your chook and give it its own kind of um, personality. And it'll act as a community token for my work going forward. So I'll be giving away freebies to all the, all the binny holders. I'll be, you know, it'll give you basically special, special privileges and invites and all kinds of stuff going forward. Are you part of the sort of NFT community that I've been seeing pop up? I mean, there's a couple of other projects I've seen. Timekeepers is another one that I think maybe just launched uh, or is just about to launch. Um, I know I saw Hayden Quinn, ex-MasterChef. He bought, um, he's, he's into them. We've been chatting about these on in messages. He bought um, some hooligans recently. Uh, Reese Witherspoon over the weekend said, just bought my first NFTs. Can someone please point me towards some emerging female NFT creators? Have you consumed any of these yet? Yeah, I stu not stupidly, but I fell into the dick butt community, the crypto <laughs> dick butts, which are these hilarious little pixelated dudes with a butt and they got a dick on their butt. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought the world of high finance would end up being technological dick butts? I spent an alarming amount of money on crypto dick butts one night. No, <laughs> Scott! <laughs> yeah. Wow. I just really hope that you can put that, like, finally in your retirement, you're talking to your accountant. It's like, well, in your superannuation package, you you invested wisely in dick butts in 2021 and they have gone to record heights in 2015. Well, now I'm looking at them and I can totally see why you got them. They're pretty cool. Yeah, well, the idea that I could make generational wealth off something called a dick butt was too good to not take the gamble for me. I'm like, if this pays off, it's going to be the greatest joke of all time. Well, I mean, the fact is they've got a game element to it as well. When you're seeing those NFT happen, like these are the sort of things that actually do add value to it or it seems like there's a sort of back-end level. So that that kind of justifies, oh, there's one with a carrot instead of a dick on its butt. Yeah, my, so my, my favourite one's got a carrot up his ass. <laughs> that's it. I think that's the very, that's the very special. That's the Michael why. Jordan rookie right there. All right. Well. I, think I think I'm going, I think I'm going to a Halloween party this year as, as my crypto dick button. I've just got to find a carrot that'll fit in my ass. <laughs> 
Yeah, too much trouble. Congratulations on this uh, really groundbreaking piece of art, Scott. Big Kings, you can check it out. Look up Scott Marsh's website. I'm sure you'll be able to uh, find yourself a, uh, a little Ibis to call your very own into the future. And you too can invest in your Ethereum <laughs> in, uh, in some uh, more tangible things. Thanks, boys. All day breakfast. And thank you very much for tuning into All Day Breakfast uh, today. It's been a whole heap of fun hanging out. Thanks to Scott Marsh for um, telling us about Ibis's ad crypto. And thank you, producer Bron, for all of her hard work, particularly in the Kmart-related uh, areas. And thank you for getting in touch with us on at matt.and.alex about what you might want to unleash the Grimshaw on. Let us know <laughs> your pet peeves or grievances that you wouldn't mind seeing up on a current affair so that we can chat about them on tomorrow's show because we always will be back. uh, Me and Tracy, best buds now, best buds pretty much. Oh, great. (laughs) Well, um, hopefully I never get a knock on the door. I'll always stay on your good side. Thank you very much now that I know you've got that connection. (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to get chased out of the studio by some cameraman. Well, I reckon, you know who Grimshaw is going to kick down the door of your office bathroom and yell at the guy who's got the toilet seat up. (laughs) Put it down! Do you have any reason why you keep peeing with the toilet seat up? (laughs) Um, Thanks very much, guys. We'll catch you tomorrow. Bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.